I'm Jake. I'm Joe. What were we talking about? What were we talking about? Shit, shit. We're talking about India and the Comic Con. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> so so we had a malfunction and yeah. we're restarting. So basically, uh, so we're just gonna kind of move along. Move along. Uh, basically, uh, we're talking about Indiana Comic Con. I went this year, uh, which is part of the reason why we haven't recorded in a couple weeks. Um, Joe, I was sick a couple weeks ago. Then Joey was busy this week, which we were gonna spend the entire episode just talking about Indiana Comic Con. Um, but I sent out the Joseph signal, and uh, he ran on over after Misty gave her her okay. Yeah, I got. <laughs> Can I come go, go play with my friends? I, I, I guess I sent out the Misty signal. Yeah, yeah, you. <laughs> Misty, <laughs> Misty, <laughs> can you can your husband come out to play today? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so you you're saying you you went to uh, tried to go to Indiana Comic Con last year? Uh, not last year. It was or the first the yeah, first, first year, time. Yeah. It was uh, what Actually, three, three years ago? Like three, three years ago. ago. Yeah. Um, Raylan and I dressed up. We went to go. They were out of tickets. They had not anticipated as many people uh, coming to the convention center here in Indianapolis, and not necessarily here. We're in Shelbyville. Yeah, we're in Shelbyville. What? Yeah, close enough. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, there was nobody there. There's too many people there for what they had available. Which is weird. I get. <clears throat> well, no, they're only convention center. I imagine they would have just been like here, let's just fill it to capacity. Yeah, I mean, uh, and. I kind of went into Gen Con. I, I've been to that quite a few times. And uh, like I said, it, it's advertised as a board game scene for video game, card game, or card games and uh, like Dungeons and Dragons type of thing. And they have competitions and whatnot. But uh, it's the biggest convention of that in the globe. So it's it's a pretty big... It's kind of more it, become like a fantasy uh, Yeah, it's gone almost. into a fantasy convention. But it's got uh, a lot of artists that do the cards designs, also a lot of DeviantArt artists and just people kind of selling their uh, their wares. A lot of actual anime areas and booths and stuff like that. A lot of uh, cosplay clothing designers and things like that. So it's got a lot of uh, things that are still pretty interesting to see, even if you're not uh, super into it. Of, uh, D and D or like Pokemon card, Yu Gi Oh things of that As nature. A, I always get asked like, "Did you ever play Pokemon?" I'm like, "I never played. I collected the cards. Yeah. I never played that shit because yeah. I did. I didn't never quite understood the rules or how to play or anything like that." It was uh, to me as a kid like it would seem too overly complicated. It's, it's the the completionist that they've built all of us into to where <laughs> we buy one season and we need all the seasons that because is. we have to collect them all or else we feel incomplete and and. We hate ourselves. Fucking hashtag thank you, Pokemon. Yeah, no, they've they've destroyed our generation. <laughs> <laughs> and yet yet enriched it. I am uh, <laughs> I am planning on going to Indie Popcon this year. Uh, because Johnny Young Bosch is gonna be there. Played Adam on uh, the Power Rangers, the second Black Ranger. Yeah, you got me lost, man. Uh, <laughs> as soon as, well, he I, talked. He talked on. Uh, I guess uh, in a lot of animes, I think he did Bleach. He, he might have. Um, a, he's not. One that's uh, I'm familiar with, right? Yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, and I so it was Alpha, in, Alpha, Alpha Five. Yeah. The guy that talked for Alpha Five. Watch the there. initial original series up to Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Uh, Zio. No, the, the original movie. Oh. And that was pretty much where I left off with uh, Power Rangers at a young younger age. That was, you know, it was I, I was watching some. Uh, I can't remember what review it was. Um, oh, I think it was like the Nostalgia Critic or something like that of uh, the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie. 
I guess you you might not know this, but was Zack the original Black Ranger? Was he still the Black Ranger when the movie came out? I believe so. Because in the movie, it was Adam. Hmm. And that's what they I'm said. Not, they said that, that people wouldn't, unless you watch the show. Consistently. Or, no, they said even if you watch the show, because it was a different continuity, hmm. you would be confused as to who that person was. I was like, so wait, was he? or I, I, can't, I, I can't go back in time and remember that. I guess I can just look it up well, on because, Google. Um, yeah, no, that's not how that worked out. Yeah, I don't remember a ton of that. Um, because you know, I, I, I think yeah. they made it to like the second season. That's when they switched over to new people. New, new, new people. I did meet the original Red Ranger though. Yeah, I know. I saw that recently. That shit was uh, pretty fucking cool. Comic Con. I heard, uh, and I've always heard some pretty shitty stories about that guy. Like he's an asshole. Yeah. Uh, no, he didn't really come off an ass as an asshole. Really, I mean, um, I wouldn't say bitter. He doesn't. I know he doesn't <laughs> like Jason David Frank, the yeah. Green Ranger. Yeah. At fucking all. <laughs> he made that pretty abundantly clear during his Q and A. <laughs> But uh, he was pretty cool. I, told, I uh, like whenever I got up there, I told him I was like, uh, "I think it's pretty cool you do this because, um, you know, not a lot of child actors would look back at you know the original shows they were on or movies they were in, but oh god, I did that." <laughs> but like him and Jason David Frank and all of them are now doing a lot of uh, conventions to you know meet all their yeah. fans, which I think is really fucking cool. Yeah, which I mean, even even if it's, uh, I mean, even if you just go back to look at like some '90s films of, of mainstay actors now, some of them are just the films aren't great. No, <laughs> especially no. early. Well, like Jennifer early Aniston things. was in Leprechaun, Leprechaun and uh, I'm sure a lot of them look at that as not being their best work. But if it, it gets a fan base and gets you kind of uh, some more work that you exactly. can be more proud of, and you can use that as a base to kind of uh, yeah, it's it's cool that they yourself. They don't really forget their fans and shit like that. That's yeah. that's pretty cool. I, I, and also, I do think it has a lot to do with a new yeah. movie that came out. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Sure. It, it helps uh, boost their the interest yeah. in, in the property. Which is, I don't give a shit because now I get to, I'm going to be able to eat. Well, not it's, all it's, of them because forget, one of them's dead. Don't forget their fans or possibly their uh, the the income. The that income be, that's going to be coming from it. <laughs> that can be available. Yeah. Don't forget the income that can come from. <laughs> um. So I thought uh, Joseph actually sent me um, a link the other day. A new Ray theory. A new Ray theory. Parentage. Star Wars is the the new trilogy has been filled with all kinds of different theories as to like who Snoke is, who Ray's parents are, what the fuck's up with uh, Luke, and all, you know, all kinds of shit. Um, all kinds of goodies. All kinds of fun. This Which, one, it pertains to her parents. Yeah, yeah. And I, I've really delved into all the expanded universe, even though a lot of it's not, uh, not considered continuity. canon, until, until it's technically proven otherwise. But they did recently throw in the Mandalorian Wars, which actually yeah, includes yeah. quite a bit of the uh, extended yeah, universe. Yeah, I said it's it's canon until proven otherwise, is right. really how they've kind of looked at it. So, but yeah, uh, a couple co-workers and I have just been nonstop on Wikipedia for like weeks on end. It's It's been horrible. <laughs> that's informative um, and also just minor like palpatine's page alone is yeah, literally like a might as well read a 300 page book exactly that it's, it's i would do a movie on palpatine that would be interesting I i'd mean, be so into uh, that watching or just reading the uh expanded universe ideas it, it really there's a lot to um because even watching the films you understand when watching the prequels okay i know that uh his technical name is Sheev Palpatine. Palpatine is uh, what a fantastic name. But he just name. goes by Palpatine. Um, you you understand that he is the uh, Dark Lord, uh, Darth Sidious, but it, it doesn't really come across as um, 
as obvious, I guess, how well he's playing both sides. And, like, you don't see him put on his Palpatine outfit, then turn to the other screen, and then play the other side and see how he's really working both those sides right. to get where he wants to be. And uh, how far it actually explains, like, how much power... Because they, they constantly refer to him as the this high-powered being, but they don't really show it as much as... Um, some of the expanded universe. You're just kind of supposed to. Yeah, yeah, taking it for granted. But I mean, um, in his final death, because he has clones of himself that he could transfer his uh, mind to. Which again, I'm not uh, sure how into... how canon that. Yeah, one yeah, is. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't. I'm just saying within the expanded universe, that's that's. Because I don't think they've even. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. And they Luke haven't. even goes to stay with him as a um, a new uh, prospect as a way to get close to him and learns a lot of the Sith techniques and uh ideas to get uh strong enough to actually be able to defeat him again and and destroy some new ideas um but uh what's kind of cool is it talks about in order for him he never becomes the full incarnate uh of the dark side of the force and he's strong enough to where when he gets killed a fellow jedi knight dies around the same time and uses his spirit to pull Palpatine spirit into the light side of the force and it takes every single deceased Jedi Knight to keep Palpatine imprisoned there. So that's that's pretty scale fucking... wise how strong he supposedly is. One of his techniques is said to be able to use force lightning to destroy a whole planet's life force uh, of, of the people on the planet. So I mean and like teleport. So we yeah space. we really yeah. only got like a hint. Yeah well, you get, get some uh him torturing a little bit of some people but that's with it. some force lightning, but that's that's about as far as it goes. Yeah, that's kind of so you really only get it twice. Yeah, because yeah. uh, Mace Windu he hits with yeah, the lightning, yeah. and then and uh, then uh, Vader slash Luke in that, yeah. that final scene. Uh, same way with Vader, which is really interesting. Some of his lead up because we kind of take him in uh, uh, New Hope and things as being. Uh, unquestioning to Palpatine really until he meets Luke and doesn't want Luke to die because it's his son he has feelings for it in Return of the Jedi but uh, in the expanded universe he's constantly testing and in a lot of ways trying to kill Palpatine not uh, which I think is not, so fucking fun like not it's full just... force but the initial Sith setup was there's a, a master and then a uh, you know Padawan setup uh, an apprentice and the apprentice is supposed to kill the master, take over with his own apprentice, and that's how it's been seceded for years. But uh, Sidious, is, which is an efficient yeah, system, yeah. Sidious's uh, teacher Plagueis did not want to continue that system and thought him and Palpatine would work for uh, ever together as you know co Sith lords until Palpatine <laughs> finished what he needed him for and yeah. killed him. Yeah. Um. So. And Plagueis tried to take over Palpatine's body, but realized that he would be destroyed by Vader and left and fleed from his form. So yeah, there's a lot of really interesting stuff that goes on with even Palpatine becoming evil in the first place, killing his family when he's younger. See, that's so if they made a movie of that, it'd be cool. And also, we could get a we could have Plagueis. Yeah. Break the fourth wall and look at the camera and say, I'm not fucking Snoke. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that could be good too. <laughs> not me. Stop it. Completely Stop different it, person. Which, with the new description of uh, Snoke uh, from the new movie, mm-hmm. uh, it's sounding more and more just like a new character. Yeah, I mean, and that's... that's and I, I'm, I'm happy with it. that. Um, what's, what's interesting I too, mean, as much as I would love him to be Mace Windu, but... Yeah. 
What's uh yeah, that's one of the ones that I find really, really interesting that I would really like because Mace Windu also, uh, canon wise is, is one of the few others that have used both the light side and the dark side and was able to do it without being corrupted. Yeah. So he initially had some issues with Anakin because he felt he was the chosen one because of him being able to use a form of he thought he could do literal and he, uh, literally the balance to the force. Yeah, he, he that's why his lightsaber was supposedly purple because it was both the red of the Sith and the blue of the Jedi. Um, and his fighting form, he was the only one who could do that, and he could look at someone and find weak spots throughout their system to be able to exploit so yeah any so any chance talents. we could get to, to have him back in the movies yeah, well he, he samuel jackson loved to I, i'd love it, and then it might come to where since they're doing a, a han solo story they're talking about doing a obi-wan obi-wan maybe they'll come back to a mace, mace windu, windu uh, after revenge of the sith yeah yeah and if it, i would really honestly i'd only rather see that if uh snoke does turn out for whatever reason to be yeah. A Windu, I'd rather see a Windu movie yeah, that I mean, sees him leading up to be or becoming to becoming Snoke. Snoke. Yeah, yeah. Um, that and that could be. Interesting. But they yeah, keep they like, bring up like that Snoke is like uh, he's seen the rise and the fall of yeah, the Empire, yeah. Which, so he's got to be a character that we've seen before or heard of. Well, before. Uh, not necessarily because in the the new um, was it uh, end of the Empire or Empire's End is what it's called the yeah. new book. Um, it talks a lot about there was a, a thing with Palpatine where he was trying to uh, reach the outskirts of the universe there and see what was out outside. Because he it. felt a because he felt a presence of evil that was beaconing to him, uh, and it doesn't really go to that in the original expanded universe. It talks about him trying to explore that, and he uses that as a way to uh, kill off some Jedi in the process because he <laughs> he uh, gets the um, Republic to fund a ship to go through that but most of them get destroyed via the um planets and magnetism and you know problems that are in solar solar problems right and, yeah um <laughs> technical jargon of astronomy <laughs> place here uh and they they coerce them that several jedi might be able to use the force to help bring the ship through that to explore the further reaches and uh anakin and uh um Obi Wan were initially initially supposed to be we're going to get on that thing and he stopped him from getting it because he still wanted Anakin, and then it ends up blowing up. But so it talks a little bit about him wanting to reach out there some way or another. Um, but yeah, the Empire's in talks about him feeling some uh, beacon that he feels is actually the a source of, of, of the, the dark side of the Force, which um, kind of ties also into a what is it um, the Clone Wars animated series yeah there's an episode in which anakin obi-wan uh land on a planet that has um a father figure daughter and son who are incarnations of of the force the father is a balance the uh, daughter was the light side the son the dark side and they each uh entitled that anakin is the chosen one and they're kind of trying to coerce him in different ways the father trying to take have him take over his spot as the source of the balance and to stay there on that planet and keep his children in line um the dark side ends up affecting anakin and then the father wipes his memory of the whole event because his son showed him his entire future of becoming darth vader, darth vader and everything it's fucked up so so there's there's some can if if they do include that, which I've heard talks that the Clone Wars is 
canon, but I know the, I was all, I've also I know the uh, Rebels. Rebels is. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, because yeah, I'm yeah, a once, with... Uh, once Disney took over Lucasfilm, uh, Clone Wars ended. Like, they stopped yeah, making yeah. it, and then so they started making Rebels. So I'm not sure if they're just kind of trying to, you know, dust it under the rug. and. Yeah, I don't know if they're doing that or if they just didn't want to keep in production something that might, might skew not. their future right. writings of what they want to do. Uh, plus, the way I understand Clone Wars got really kind of convoluted. Um, as far as like uh, what was going on well, with like Darth Maul not, and with uh, yeah, apparently it's not too much canon one episode to the other either. It just kind of jumps around and events like an old school wars. cartoon almost, like yeah, where it's just yeah, like yeah. just shit happens. <laughs> happens. We're figuring it out as it goes. But the initial raise, the raise uh, theory. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say uh, it's uh, <laughs> going off to another thing. Uh, uh, yeah, raise parentage. They're tar- uh, an idea of the person that initially um, brought up the Pixar theory that they all were connected in the universe which later on was uh confirmed confirmed by pixar um he thinks he has figured figured, it out figured it out um uh yes uh yeah uh basically it's just saying that with the um the lightsaber whenever ray touches it the one thing that everything has in com uh in common uh because the voices you hear and then the visions you see uh luke's lightsaber is connected to it, and each of the voices you hear are pulled from scenes in the movies. It's yeah, it's a very consistent theme throughout that. Which it was always there. That lightsaber was always there during a very important parts of the saga. Yeah. Um. So they're saying that uh the, the that the original uh issue that uh, Kylo Ren has with Luke and why he kills off his younglings and destroys his uh, newfound setup was that. He was being trained by Luke, as we know from the text. So he he was um, expecting to be Luke's heir. Luke was not believing he was ready for it and ended up giving it to a, a, his lightsaber, which was Anakin's, who we know that Kylo Ren uh, has a lot of respect for his uh, grandfather, Darth Vader, yeah. and wants to be him in many ways. And so Anakin's lightsaber was given to another of Luke's students and they believe that that was what Kylo Ren why Kylo Ren switched over and moved over to Snoke's side or fully and, embraced yeah, it because they said he, he was already in, kind of in rebellion towards Luke giving this uh, title of heir to someone else and they believe that those heirs are the ones that are seen during the Knights of Ren scene that are killed and that is actually Rey's parents and now Rey has Luke's lightsaber or Anakin's lightsaber. Yeah. So she would still in a way be having something that was showing her as the heir to Luke, which would have technically been true if, if one of her parents had become the heir yeah, to yeah. Luke. Uh, it's a really, fa- it's a really solid, I mean, get online and find it. It's uh, in detail. It's, it's really well thought out. The only problem I saw with it is that they don't explain how, Unless I missed it, the the lightsaber went from because they said that Kylo had it at one point, and then Ma, Ma, Maz Kanata Ken, has it. And they they kind of well, he kind of brushes over. I don't know where he says um, where Kylo has has in it, has the it. Uh, scene in the rain scene whenever he's slaughtered all the other Jedi. Mm. He says it looks like he has it in his hand. Well, he might have. Uh, maybe he he 
pulls it from those Jedi, uh, attacks everyone, kills them, and then it gets brought back by right, them. Right, yeah. So that That's extent. the only hole in the theory, though, is that um, he doesn't explain impli- that. implied, the way I got it, that he drops off Rey at Jakku, and then also his lightsaber when he goes to... Maz. Uh, not, not to... Oh, uh, he drops off at, at Maz Kanata's and then goes to the first Jedi temple to... Yeah. Uh, do his meditation and, and, and uh, look at the find the journal of the wills but, and yeah yeah which I I really the only the thing that I really like about this that I thought was um, prominent was the fact that it does set up this issue between Ray and Kylo as its own story which is one of the things he implied was that a story you know especially with new people that might be currently introduced that haven't watched the previous six films this ha- needs to be somewhat contained within itself yeah no matter how much backstory there actually is yeah. and that really sets up a, a, a competition between kylo ren and ray that we can see develop over the three films in itself right. in its own story and then you get you get interest from people who are who watch this as a self-contained story who are like well what happened and before then, this and, and they go, go back. back and watch it yeah. uh so yeah it does have to be self-contained There's, a lot of people aren't, aren't really quite remembering that that you have to yeah. assume nobody's seen the other ones yeah, you have to, to kind a, of explain to what happened yeah. to an extent yeah. yeah um and there's also a bit of like in the especially in Force awakens where there's a lot of assuming that people have seen it, so there's not really yeah. a need to ex- explain anything. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, the, this theory, I, I, uh, honestly, probably the strongest theory. Well, yeah, one of the few that I really, really uh, looked into. Uh, but I, the one thing that I kind of find, which he s- says that Kylo Ren recognizes the lightsaber as Anakin's, and that's what, you see it in his face when you see it. But the one thing that I, I don't see that Kylo Ren is really that much older than Rey for he doesn't him to it. be, which, I mean, he could have been a... You know, youngling to a certain... But, well, do you say we see... I've, I've never... I don't know that I've seen the scene in which he's actually killed anyone. Or the younglings originally. No, we don't see... We see him... It's in the... In the... Uh, force Ren. back is what they call okay. it. Uh, uh, whenever uh, it's pouring down rain. That's what they're okay. assuming. That's what that is. But oh. they don't actually see it yet. Okay, because I was going to say, if he is a, a youngling enough in and of himself, but strong enough to actually kill off uh someone who is you know maybe 30s or ray's been around for a little bit since we know too she exhibits a really quick understanding of how to use her force powers right so i would like to think that she has some sort of training there or else it's kind of void and right as to why they it could also be that place. she doesn't have any training and she's just that strong with the force yeah. but again you're right it does it's it, it's a really quick understanding yeah it's it's kind of a moot because even luke and anakin who were anakin supposedly is even stronger than yoda the highest they've ever even seen he needed training to really learn how to use those he was able to use them in pod racing to a certain extent right things like that because so, I mean, some of it just comes be naturally able to do mind tricks and mind control that yeah. quickly it's it's kind of uh seems a uh, uh but yeah, kind of far fetched. Yeah, even yeah. for a Star Wars movie, it's far fetched. Yeah. So I, I would like to think she has some training there. So she could have been a, even alive, just a little bit. And then not... him, you know, her her six years old and him As thirteen or something. And I can, yeah, I could see that. I can but... see that age difference, but like I can also the way see they where were... if she, even if she's six and she just saw her parents being trained yeah yeah she like might just gain something a bit. like that yeah, um, but uh, they just didn't seem as far removed as him being already a, an adult and her being born after the fact of this situation yeah, happening there is a little bit of it cuz but Star Wars also kind of toys with ages quite a bit yeah, so it's yeah. it, we don't know exactly how it's going to turn out although this seems like the most plausible there's also a really cool bit of it where um he talks about uh Han Solo doesn't initially recognize her but does yeah. l- later and, on. And uh, 
uh, Leia also Leia they, as they well, were able which to explains look at her why she, she would hug him yeah as, or hug her well, I don't yeah. know why I said him <laughs> hug her as well as the don't you she, dare she call Ray a oh, man yeah as why they they would uh, maybe not initially understand who she was but after seeing some of the things she can do they realize who she might be exactly and uh which i think is really cool because if you watch the movie again because i did after i watched the theory i watched the movie again yeah. there's a lot of where you see han doesn't initially this is especially true with han he doesn't initially know who she is mm-hmm. but as you watch he seems to start to realize or at least almost re- like he he knows her he recognizes or her or at least recognize something inside her that he he wants to befriend and like he he offers the job come stay with me and help me out with the ship yeah and and join me on this so, which has uh, led to a lot of people who thought well maybe that he she was hit there maybe that she's one of the twins yeah yeah and they just I'm like well wouldn't they have mentioned that like why wouldn't they have mentioned that that seems weird yeah, to me yeah yeah Oh, we had another kid that we left here, but that can't but we'll totally nev- can't be you. We're only talking about Ben. That's yeah, it. And his his story arc. Which, um, another thing from uh this that reading Kylo Ren's story, uh <laughs> since I've been delving into all this, um, which I thought was kinda interesting is the fact that Ben did not know that Anakin was Darth Vader for a long time. It didn't come out until later, and it was one of the reasons why he was uh hurt also was because Leia takes over a role in the um, the government system, the Republic and she tries to have somebody else take her place when she joins the Alliance again because the Republic is not wanting to work together to actually stop the New Order because they're in the far reaches and they don't think it's going to be a problem so she leaves that to command the Alliance and leaves a new person in her place and that person in order to distance herself from Leia and also make her kind of look bad so that she can you know rule with full authority with like an iron fist let's, almost let's everyone know that Darth Vader was her so father so he found out like second hand and so he and... found second hand when it was televised to everyone or hologrammed to everyone <laughs> and uh and that really upset him too because he didn't he wasn't aware of any of this right. and and that was one of the reasons he was aware they, of his own lineage and yeah and he, he uh so he felt wronged by that and he was also realized that they were worried about him and that's why he was sent to Luke in the first place because right. they saw Anakin's mannerisms in him. Yeah. Um I do think uh yeah, like I said, this is the most sound theory that they've that I've heard. And the guy does have a track record of being correct. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He he I mean he pulls gold out of fucking nothing. <laughs> like in no world would you imagine that the Pixar universe is connect is a universe. You wouldn't yeah. think it's connected. But this dude just like, yeah, it's right there, and there's, there's that, and there's that, and there's that. I'm like, motherfucker, I watched how? this movie for five days straight over and over. I don't so like a Pixar movie to watch it that much to notice <laughs> all that shit. Uh, and trust me, I love me some Pixar movies. Um, uh, one last thing. Uh, uh, well, I fucking forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> oh, you know, yeah. no, I remember now. Because uh, the rumor, not rumor, I guess. It's the opinion of J.J. Abrams, who says that Luke, uh, Luke Skywalker... Um, might as well call him fucking Joker. Uh, Mark Hamill will yeah. get uh, nominated for an Oscar for this movie. Well, he, he claimed that his uh, initial uh, dialogue when the movie starts was Oscar worthy. Is what I heard. Is that what it was? was See, I heard he was saying he... it was an Oscar uh, worthy performance he does in that speech and that dialogue was uh, just one of the best performances he, he which... thought he'd seen. Which Mark Hamill, uh, he's a he's a solid actor in a lot of ways. But he's not. I don't know that we've ever seen a full-on, really good drama version of or no, that he's ever portrayed. No, because the, the except for you know maybe in his voice acting. 
Yeah, his voice acting for sure. But, but like, um, in the original trilogy, like he, he there, which it was, sounds awful to say, but like there was no need for him to be a great actor. Yeah, he just had to be Luke Skywalker. <laughs> like I don't, I don't know how yeah, else to explain yeah. it. You know what I mean? But, I mean. It, in that initial time too, I mean a lot of a lot of people necessarily there was a lot of good actors. I mean, but um, it was it was an action story which we've seen by many action stars not necessarily the best uh, setup. Exactly. Which there's some drama in there, but it's it's done in a uh, overloaded way. I mean, the way it's a Star Wars, it's an epic. You know, you can go ah, and it's 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 fine whether or not no. Although I've seen, oh god. So I mean, there I will say that I think Force Awakens had the best performances. Yeah, um, Rogue One was is definitely up there. It did have some good performances, but I think Force Awakens, like uh, Ray, does incredible. In there, or what, yeah. Daisy Ridley is her name. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I keep forgetting to call her that. What always throws me off, I try to call her Ridley. And then I'm like, aliens. No, yeah, yeah. Ray, Ray. <laughs> I keep forgetting. Initially, when I first watched it, I kept mixing up Ridley and Ray as right. which one was the actual name. And then uh, Harrison Ford, it's I mean, calls. he gives a really great performance as uh, Han Solo. Like, he really yeah. does. And even high out of his mind. <laughs> yeah, clearly. <laughs> well, no, he just, uh, even, I don't know. I'm sure you've heard that. He, but he's a pothead. That he constantly is smoking. Yeah. So Wait, I'm you, sure he was. Have you ever seen, like, he, when he, he presented an award at the Oscars yeah, yeah. and he won, clearly didn't want to be there. Out of his mind. Yeah, he was just, he's like, <laughs> like, there's a compilation of him being when he shows up to interviews not high and when he is high, and it's just very obvious. It's pretty great. Uh, but I was going to say, wouldn't, <laughs> wouldn't it be fucking cool if, like, next year. We get Patrick Stewart nominated for an Oscar for Logan, and then we get I, Mark I Hamill that. nominated for an Oscar. Like yeah. I, I'd be like, oh, my, my still, mind exploded. He stole my heart. I, I would I would love to see Patrick Stewart get that because his he totally deserves it. His performance in Logan is. Just, I just watched that movie again too. Like oh my it's god, wonderful. I mean I've been with older frail people that are proud that have that kind of and he just. He hit it so hard to where it was it, emotional it, to it me hurt to see watching him, him like that. And it was like, and that's and what Michelle, she watched it with me, right? And she was like, she hates the X-Men movies. Yeah. Hates the X-Men movies. And she makes that very clear when I made her watch it. <laughs> um, but she said, you know, it wasn't a bad movie. Uh, she said, and especially if you are a huge fan of the X-Men movies yeah. or particularly Wolverine, she says, this would be a very emotional movie. I'm like, yes. It fucking was because she was she's teasing me because like I tear up every yeah, single time yeah, yeah. Or I tear up I fucking cry like a bitch when I watch <laughs> that movie it was rough but, uh, <laughs> but yeah I mean and then two just I mean even though sometimes we don't take this into account with acting but the fact that he at his later age he said he lost like 30 40 pounds to look for it, maybe even a little bit more I want to say 50 but it might be pushing it because he was already a lean yeah, he's pretty lean um, fella. But he, he said he lost quite a bit of weight to be to look more frail and more uh, sagged in his skin, and and, and he, he felt very sure in, in Hugh Jackman's arms. Uh, but but yeah, um, so I mean that at later years to lose that kind of weight or to um, do something like that, that's he went through a lot for that role. It's... Um, to do, and yeah, I just. He he definitely made that movie for me for sure. And just one one particular scene, I mean, like the entire movie is just like it's almost heart wrenching the entire time. But like 
whenever they're leaving that casino mm-hmm. and he's just like i'm so sorry i'm so sorry like, it's okay <laughs> yeah. it's all right professor yeah. that or just um his joy in seeing um x-23 and like talking to her about a film that he watched when he was yes. young and oh, things Jesus. like that was just or the family dinner with that yeah, family. The family dinner. Oh, good god a lot of scenes where he just he shined it. like yeah. Uh, did you take your pills? Nah, just stick out his tongue. I mean, it's it like, was just uh, wonderful. What was it? It was. It, it was like okay. Like if you go back and watch Dark Knight, if you were to watch that movie without Heath Ledger, it wouldn't fucking stand up. Mm-mm. I feel honestly, It'd be the Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do feel that it, it, Logan would still be wonderful, regardless. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but without Patrick Stewart, yeah, it would be the not same. Be what it was, it would not be even close. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, he totally the other at least actors, supporting actor you know, obviously did. A good job yeah but, but at least yeah. a nod dude even if he doesn't win Which, even though as of right now i feel he should win everything yeah, in the world yeah, yeah. uh but even he if he doesn't nominated. at least be nominated it dude. would be good to see that because and yeah, hugh jackman too if i could just get hugh jackman that just too. Give hugh jackman be, at least again 17, a nomination 17 years uh, they should have a uh a, a, life, su- a new superhero uh, lifetime achievement award, uh, award. <laughs> and that these guys not only do they do a physical movie they're they're under such a big spotlight for these films and guys who ruin a role for any future actor yeah well and they have to sign away their uh life for so many years i mean that's one of the things brad pitt when they asked him hey were you attached to deadpool 2 are you gonna be doing that and he's like i am not signing my myself (laughs) that many movies (laughs) and i mean so for them to really do that even though yeah it's a a consistent paycheck and it's gonna be a big paycheck it's still there's there's a lot there's some wariness like even chris evans who said he's done yeah it's uh, he's even the last couple of years, when they were filming, uh, not Civil War, but the one, Winter Soldier, yeah, he was tired. He yeah. he did he was, he was like, this will probably be it for me once and, his uh, contract's up. So I mean, for doing it 17 years and doing a, a consistent good performance in all those films, uh, yeah, there there should definitely be like first dealing with this role for <laughs> for over <laughs> a decade. You get an award, sir. <laughs> um, yeah, I wonder how many people wanted to kill Jerry Seinfeld after this situation. What? Did you, uh, he was the one that uh, Hugh Jackman said talked him definitely into not taking on any other roles. As what? Wolverine, was that he talked to Jerry Seinfeld. Fuck Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah, I know. And he said that was, uh, he talked to Seinfeld and he was kind of convinced him that he for sure didn't need to be doing anymore. Well, for one, especially after Logan, no, he doesn't. No. Uh, but two... He is getting uh, he is getting up there, yeah, and he's yeah. given it's it's like Dark Knight yeah, Rises. I mean, he's he has, given everything to he, us. He has every right to quit it, but uh, but fuck Jerry Seinfeld, that <laughs> dick. Yeah, that's what I, was waiting, I was like, how many people just were like, what the fuck, Jerry? Like, how could you do this to he's us? He's got asshole? geekdom pissed off out of I, now. I know. <laughs> Armies and even yellow the, leotards. Even coming the people to your who door. are like, he's too tall to be low. <laughs> Wolverine. They're like, fuck Jerry Seinfeld. Um. So well, since we're speaking on it. Even, uh, what do you think of his uh who Hugh Jackman suggested as his replacement? As I've never seen him do anything? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but honestly, well, I've heard I've heard good things about the dude. Yeah, I mean I've read good things about him. It's um it's interesting cuz one he's Indian. Yeah. Which is different, a different take on it, which I mean that doesn't really matter no but uh and especially with comic books and there's the you know there's whatever universe you want yeah to be. it doesn't have to be but uh i saw well one uh pictures of him he's he's very physically fit yeah 
Uh, he does, does look, look intimidating. He does very look and they, very intimidating. The way I read it, he's you know one of the highest paid actors in Bollywood. He's one of the the and uh, Bollywood's huge... more uh, what, what is bigger than Hollywood almost. Really, I mean, if you're looking at yeah, um, considering and people working into it to a certain extent, yeah, it is. I mean, um, I think Hollywood one has a broader possible audience within the globe, but. Bollywood inside itself, I think India, numbers wise, is huge, and right. there's still people, obviously, in America and other countries that. Well, do. it's even to this point, and this is, and it uh, might be budget issues, variation too. Uh, uh, to, really. Sort of, sort of on topic. It's it kind of a little bit off. Recently, uh, in wrestling, there was a uh, an Indian wrestler who just re-debuted. Like he used to wrestle for him for a mm-hmm. while, got fired, and then came back. Um, and they just signed a new deal with India for the WWE Network and then WWE Shop India. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's one of the the, high, the fastest growing economies currently. But they too, did yeah, when so. they did that. What they immediately did because he's only been back for maybe brought him into less than a year. He's now the number one contender for the championship. Yeah. Well, I mean, and, I, and it, that's what they're saying. It's because they just did this. I'm like, that's. Uh, I mean, that's cool. Yeah, that's a I smart mean, idea. And, and you got. Uh, he won't very, win it, but I mean, got a very large population base. So I mean, if you're getting all those people tuned in, that's that's going to be you know very very. But yeah, it's the same thing though. It's like, um, so yeah, India's a huge culture with uh, you know, willing to pour money into movies yeah. and anything. So yeah, entertainment. If you're wanting to do arts, bring it in. Which so uh, in that sense, so bring, he'd be a great idea. Yeah, and uh, personally, I wouldn't I wouldn't pick him. And and like I said, uh, physically, I think he, he fits the role now. I don't, and like I said, I haven't seen his acting. As but I've heard unless he's I saw a his acting, end, uh, uh, dramatic actor. So, yeah, I mean, we might have to check him throw out. Throw in a Bollywood film here soon, and uh, just to see what he's because that's got. another thing. Because I, I'd hate to say, yeah, totally, he should do it yeah, just based off of yeah. looks, but I, like just based, yeah, based, based solely yeah. off of looks. Yeah, he'd look good. I wouldn't hire him just because I wouldn't. Uh, I haven't seen him do anything. Yeah. Uh, if I were to pick anybody, uh, I like what culture picked. Um, uh, they did a list of people who could take over for Hugh Jackman. Uh, which good luck to whoever does, because fuck, that's gonna be rough. Yeah. Uh, but they picked uh, a guy who played on uh, played on Moonlight. Uh, recently. Uh, it's the it's a new it won Best Picture. Well, <laughs> La La Land won Best yeah, Picture, yeah. and then Moonlight did. Yeah, um, but in any case, uh, this actor he's a black actor. Um, and that's what they said. It would be cool just because for one reason he he's intense in the role. He doesn't mm-hmm. look the part, but he's kind of a big guy. Um. But they said uh, it'd be cool because if you want to really separate Hugh Jackman, <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, uh, separate for you, you hire a completely different race, yeah. That's so all... then you can't really compare the two. Well, it'll you, be you, compared. Yeah, it's anybody but, who's taken over after yeah, that. It's yeah, gonna be like, well, you're no Hugh Jackman. And and uh, in many ways, I'm sure we'll have to listen to a, another backlash of a, a other. Like, oh my God, no! Yeah, <laughs> Wolverine's white. Uh, have you? Seen, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not, to, not to mention at one point in the canon he wasn't even a mutant human <laughs> he, was, <laughs> he was a totally different that is species, a but... huge different bag man it's just like a, he's so got such a confusing backstory <laughs> let's go into uh, convergent evolution alright so so what happens is two species of different geniuses we've got an insect that has wings but birds also grow wings as another evolutionary trait that benefits both of them <laughs> So, Wolverine, being of the lupine variety of a wolf, <laughs> evolved to look like man because those features. But which are continuity 
is that in? Uh, it was because let's say Marvel <laughs> has several. They, different they, ones. They've changed it since then. Yeah, I think sure. oh, I'm. I'm sure it was back. It. Uh, well, I know he would. It was part of his son Dakin was sold by uh, Romulus, the original founder. Well, Romulus and Remus, the original founders of Rome. Uh, so he was supposedly back to the original founding of Rome. So back in that day, but uh, uh, and it was stating, I believe, that Sabretooth was also, as well as a few other, were also uh, members of that. Uh, line of that, evolution yeah um but they weren't technically mutants but they uh but then yeah they've revamped that yeah system. i do remember him saying something like uh whenever he lost his uh what was it when he lost his adamantium at one point it turned him feral yeah yeah um well there's a couple times he goes back into the uh, canadian wilderness uh specifically with the blackfoot native american tribes to uh well native canadian um it's the americas <laughs> yeah uh, <laughs> native canadian <laughs> um, i'm using uh, them forever <laughs> grandma was, was blackfoot um blackfoot in german um but uh <laughs> but yeah i'd go back into that uh area and he would try to get back some of his wild nature and, and get in touch with especially when he had emotional human problems that he had to deal with he was like yeah fuck this i'm gonna go <laughs> feeling suck I'm, I'm gonna go curl up in a tree which we see in uh what x-men in the uh, wolverine at the wolverine yeah he's, he's kind of hiding he away woods and uh, which is, that was a really cool callback because so that's that. not a that's not a usually a trait yeah. that you see too much and in the comics anymore. i mean it's something that Sabretooth generally does they say is you know his power is this level but if he goes into a feral state it's you it's, know 10 times what it yeah. is um but yeah wolverine uh supposedly has that same potential of uh just going crazy and and just being wild like animal like um in nature but yeah speaking of x-men though they did finally announce because the code name of uh (laughs) the code name uh, for a while of the new x-men movie was supernova Supernova. yeah and for a hot second teen spirit and I was like, <laughs> I was doing deodorant commercials now. I was so <laughs> fucking excited. I was like, I hope they call the movie that so I can just make fun of it forever. Uh, but they did finally announce. Uh, Supernova is pretty explicit <laughs> if you actually guess yeah. who that. Unless they're doing Nova, which that doesn't happen because it's not. Expensive. He's not part of that universe. Uh, but uh, it's gonna be called Dark Phoenix. Yeah. Uh, and it's gonna be coming out November second, twenty eighteen. Which is it too soon? Yes. <laughs> I mean, because well, they just so, reintroduced Jean Grey. Yeah, and uh, and we see a little hint of it in Apocalypse when she's going against Apocalypse. Which was a, and a movie that was pretty subpar was... A, a good scene. A really cool scene. Visually and, cool. And for, but for so many uh, X-Men fan, fans, the Dark Phoenix saga and just even the Phoenix Force itself and how it's uh, shaped the X-Men storyline in so many ways being jumped into several different people and and cyclops and gene gray's children and things of that nature uh i see why they want to do it because it is such an important title and it is it will bring in a lot of people audiences but i think uh a bit of an issue that i one they're talking about doing one film which is is issue to get, get the storyline they could really. do dark phoenix and then uh there it wasn't really a sequel but like the end towards the end of it like they could do make the second movie that's based off of the what was it her um 
<laughs> Fuck, I don't know. She became just Phoenix. She wasn't okay. Dark Phoenix. Yeah, she was, yeah. That was just she was Phoenix. Yeah, I mean they could they could jump around with uh, several's, but I I really doubt they plan on doing it. Just like the Age of Apocalypse was one film, even though that was a lot, a lot more story to that. Man, there was a and, lot wrong with that um, movie. <laughs> and and really, I think what I feel lacks in a lot of these films is what they really got right with the Brian Singer original. Uh, trilogy which well uh, duology yeah and duology i guess he didn't do the, no the, uh, uh, the fu- some fucking asshole one of, the, one the, of the really great things about that initial one is them uh really focus on on the the cultural impact with humans and uh the mutants and the changes you know the obviously the homosexual referencing and the uh just coming of age to being a man or you know an adult because uh, a lot of them switch over during their teen years so dealing with a lot of that, plus throwing in fucking souping, superpowers. Souping powers? Souping powers. I can make the best soup ever. Um, <laughs> well, bam! Enjoy it. Tomato. Tomato bisque, motherfucker. Um, in your eyes! We just, we've defeated Magneto. Um, but yeah, going back to that, I mean, uh, that was something that was really great about those... Uh, first films because you really get to enjoy and learn about these characters and a lot more I mean in some ways they kind of like Age of Apocalypse they, they, they go on a little like music shopping spree and they barely talk they they didn't even really introduce Jubilee at all or what her potential no, was she was just there she was just hanging out just hey fan nod bloop yeah um, even though they made it made clear it out that like she was a main character yeah, in but the she wasn't at all and and I mean, you get a little bit of cool stuff with Storm um, in that. But even film. then, she doesn't fucking but, talk in the but, movie. But what really was enjoyable about that was like watching, you know, Wolverine go through his shit, watching the uh, love triangle between Cyclops, Gene, and him, or seeing um, uh, Iceman. I can't. Uh, Ro- Robbie, uh, Bobby, Bobby Drake, Bobby Drake, and um, Rogue, and Rogue dealing with the fact she can't touch anyone or can't have a relationship. It had such a good story. Those were what made those movies good. It's called and, character development. Yeah, they don't I know. do it anymore. And uh, so, uh, and, well, they did it. And again, it's whenever Brian Singer yeah, took back yeah, over. Yeah, uh, they did in Days of Future Past. Yeah, really well. was even First film. Class did. First Class did, was fine, bad. but he didn't. Did, he it was Matt Reeves, I think, if I remember yeah. correctly, did watching that one. Uh, watching Magneto do some Nazi killing and things, and and the, pretty awesome. the, the conversations between him and uh, Professor Professor X, X on how why they were wanting to take the courses they do and that's one of my favorite storylines is really magneto and uh professor x discussing all right they're gonna hate us do we respond with hate and try to push them down or should we integrate with them and try to work things out and that conversation between them two is an enjoyable one to watch on screen even though it's not explosions and I think with <laughs> with the Dark Phoenix saga, you're gonna get a lot of uh, you know ethics and a lot of uh, just here bright blast. We're not gonna get a lot of character lot, development. We're not gonna that, get the ter- character development that really makes which those they could have moved us wrong. They could yeah, do it. I, and I would love to be if they could wrong. if they could make a you know I a good just, two hour. I'd even argue a two and a half hour movie um, for I, Dark I, Phoenix. I, I would like them to cut it shorter. I want to see what you can do in an hour and fifteen minutes. If I can watch, hour and fifteen minutes. If I can watch, if I can watch, a episode of Flash, for instance, that's forty 
minutes. You're right, yeah. And it made me feel something about those characters. Why can't they do it on screen, in the big screen? Uh, there's also... I would, uh, I would like... I want to put uh, some, put but some there's, chains on them. But there's also I mean, the idea that you have... Ultimately, you have 22 hours to make you feel something about them characters. Yes, but I'm saying... If I can watch uh, the first even, episode. Honestly, even by the first episode of The Flash, I was connected to all those characters. Exactly. You can see their, their the way those characters act and how they, they make. So, I mean, if you're, especially if they're going to do you know a trilogy or something to that extent. Just put slow some, roll Put it. some regulations on it. Let's see what you can do with some challenges. Well, Deadpool of, did it in, in, yeah, in an hour and a half. Yeah, lower budget. Lower budget. an hour and a half. They, they focused on jokes and clever interplay you feel for him when he's going through his his cancer issue and that his his girlfriend's sitting there holding him and knows he's gonna die and those situations even though it was you know it had its good absurdist thing absolutely yeah it still made you feel for those characters and they had it on a lower budget they did it with i'm sure less crew yeah and they made a really great movie that made them a shit ton in return which yeah and um recently i was reading about uh, especially it was specifically in video, video gaming, but the middle market is is gone, and it applies the same way to films, and that's why so many big actor or er, directors are going indie in a lot of filmmaking. You basically can go indie and do low budget and make a story yourself, or you can go, you know, ten million dollar uh, or hundred million dollar budget and make something that the producers pull every single string because they've got that much money invested in it and them taking risk on movies that have a decent budget that are an interesting story where we got some actual diversity in our films is just gone and it is the same way they were talking about recently with video gaming you either can do a game that has to sell five million copies to to even to break break even. even or you can do an indie game you throw out there with bad graphics and you know but it's fun it has a good story it has a good story but that's the only way you can do it and to get something that has good you know high grade uh, motion capture and things of that nature but it's something different is very rare they only want to do a sequel and things of that nature a lot of people think that it's easy to do a movie that big yeah uh, and make money back. It's, uh, on, and it's not poking fun, not to bring any anybody else down. But like, look at look at the DC universe so far. Yeah, <laughs> it's not easy. Yeah, and I mean, just they threw sh- they throw shit tons of money at these movies, and, and they're they still barely breaking. And I, I'm gonna keep pushing. I'm gonna get a thing to send to Affleck or something because I really want to see low lower budget Batman detective story totally no explosions that's that's kind of i was thinking i was like maybe they'll get Do a horror um, horror detective story i, I was kind of hoping they get the the guy that did deadpool the first deadpool movie because since he's not yeah, doing yeah, deadpool yeah. too i was like maybe he'll do uh the batman and they got matt reeves which is cool i mean i'm not saying anything against him because yeah. i think he's awesome <laughs> he's a good choice um he's not snyder uh <laughs> yeah which I, and there was a risk. There was a petition and, yeah. online and, to get him to do fucking uh, the Batman. I'm like, you motherfuckers. And, I mean, I can understand their point of view of one kid wanting to keep the visuals consistent. It's something that Marvel was But done. I don't. Has Nobody it, else does. I, 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 but I, and one of the things, like, Marvel does it with different directors, but still keeps a visual synchronicity even between that and almost the TV series uh, or the Netflix series, sorry. But, um, yeah. Yeah. yeah one one thing that. 
Snyder does some things good. He does. He really and, does. But and, doesn't um, make movies but good. But he does not have great dialogue. That's why something like Sucker Punch works for him. He visuals beautiful. It's a visually stunning movie. Beautiful. And he does visual storytelling very, very well. Things like Guardians of the Ghoul, things of that nature. And visually, people, people always point beautiful. to uh, Watchmen, but I'm like, yeah, but that he had that, that was already written for yeah, him. He yeah. did such a, a close, direct adaptation. He didn't have but, to do a whole mess of work for, but for it. But his dialogue work is is not great. He's not great at really um, doing that kind of setup. Uh, throw Kevin Smith for dialogue. Throw. That's kind of that's what I've always <laughs> said. No, I'm I'm let him write the let him write the no. dialogue in the story. Or Tarantino. Tarantino, or Tarantino does some great. Just Fuck like the, I, I wish Ben Affleck was still directing it, just because like. <laughs> That yeah, dude is Affleck, a solid director. Great. He he's a great writer. You have it all with him. But but, but yeah, he had to go I, and be I, a fucking alcoholic. And I watched bail out. some uh, pretty interesting like things. Just talking about um, Schneider's just visual sort. Like they were talking about just between Marvel. I think I might have sent you this um, a thing talking about Marvel Universe. How it'll show something as opposed to how um, you know something in uh, Batman v Superman how it was shown. And they were telling talking about um, you know film school wise. The way he shoots a lot of things, he does visual storytelling in a very great way. But yeah, the rest of it's just not good. It would, yeah, if you want to, but you don't, again, Marvel does it without having the same directors each yeah, time. Yeah. So there's no need in there's having no need to keep Zack Snyder every single because time. I'll be honest with you, I hope, I really hope Justice League is good, but I hope it fails so that way they can kick him out. <laughs> just because it's so, yeah. so they're like, okay, you, you can't, you just can't fucking do it anymore. And they let him go. I mean, maybe Josh Whedon's gonna kick fucking asses, Batgirl. Uh, which that would be wonderful. Which let's face it, he's gonna kick ass uh, doing yeah, Batgirl. Yeah. Uh, so maybe they'll let him kind of run the. And, and it it'd be good. I mean, and and he won't ways, he won't let Snyder anywhere near it. He'll be like, no, no. And two, I think it'll be good because Whedon. I think yeah, we've we've seen with like Buffy and things like that. He can do a, a female superhero uh, heroine Hero, heroine 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 Hero, heroine. What are you talking about? Um, <laughs> Nikki Six. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I love a line from uh, what's his name? Uh, Nick Swartzen. Nick Swartzen. Nikki <laughs> Six. You drink heroin from a fire hose. hose. Oh, I'm a such li- a pussy. I am a lightweight. Um, <laughs> but Heroin Diaries, beautiful, beautiful it, album. Six a.m. It is a great album. Um, <laughs> not enough, not enough love for that. It does not get enough love. I love that album. I love that book. I love the album. I haven't read the book. I the just, book is I watched the, is I listened to the album. haunting. It's great, um, but just musically, I, I enjoyed musically, that album it's a, a fantastic lot. album. Um, <laughs> throw that out there for some Nikki Six love for yeah. no, no reason. Much uh, love, Nikki Six. Much love. <laughs> but um, but um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Where was I going? Oh, we uh, they were talking about. Uh, I was reading another thing. I was also talking about how DC has done some things that Marvel is still kind of getting off, but their films kind of still suck, even though they're trying. Like they've got a you know female lead. Hopefully and, that doesn't suck. Yeah, which I haven't heard great things. I've heard the worst thing I've heard though from it is that. Chris Pine is yeah, the best yeah. part of it. I was like, I I'm like, if that's the, they said that would be great if he played Wonder Woman. I'm like, if, <laughs> if, but if that's the worst complaint they can yeah. come up with, that one of the actors is too good in it. Yeah, eh. yeah, and but if yeah, trying, that's the that's the least worst complaint I've heard from any well, DC and, movie. And it's like, too, they're doing it as a a backstory. Uh, in in was it World War One? Yeah, yeah, timeline, which 
we see how much people reference Captain America the First Avenger as a great Marvel film. Um, it's, that's why I'm saying I'm being sarcastic here. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. if you were catching that. Um, sorry, sorry, there wasn't enough. Uh, em- I didn't put the wrong emphasis on the, the wrong, wrong syllable. syllable. <laughs> uh, what a terrible movie that was. <laughs> but most people don't really pick that out as the best one so i mean when you're doing a period piece like that i don't know that it's gonna really click with people as well as we would want it to no because usually when you do a period piece you're people are going to see like a drama or a historical yeah accuracy and things like that not a superhero movie yeah uh so that's why a lot of people were confused when they did i'm like i wasn't really confused i understand what they're doing i mean i would have loved to see her you know more with issues in themiscara or something like that yeah a greek time period don't do and at the, World War One, at the end of the movie have her start head towards america yeah and uh, you can do that <laughs> <laughs> don't laugh i'm, I'm sipping on uh, gin and juice yeah. <laughs> am back. i did you put something in my coffee <laughs> put something in there. Little, <laughs> just call off. me bill cosby <laughs> enjoy yeah. your night got frap in mustache <laughs> um uh, <laughs> speaking of uh, superheroes, really, um, what's so the uh, thing we've been talking about an hour and a half? Now. Yeah, we, <laughs> what's uh, speaking of this thing? We speaking of all this nonsense that we were talking about. Uh, if you could choose any power, any from power. any universe, okay, what would you choose? Are, are are we we doing some genie rules? You can't wish for more wishes here. Can't one 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 power set of power from oh, one one universe. set of power. And is it from a existing character or is it just something I can create myself? Which well, I'm no, sure I, I ever, I, well, I mean, like I, I, nothing really. Do I need create. to say I, I could have Cyclops's power or do I? I want Blaster Vision. Yeah, something like that. Well, yeah, I guess. I mean, you could say I guess Cyclops to okay. make it more to make it easier to make it easier. Huh. Well. Do you have an answer for this? I do, actually. Okay, well, let's, let's hear yours while I mull it over. I'd be a Jedi. A Jedi. Now, see, this is kind of where I'm going. Because Jedi, I'd, in I'd, and of itself... I, okay, I'd wield the Force. Okay. But, of what level? Because, I mean, you could say you're a Jedi, but someone Vader-wise could just catch it down so okay, what, master, what level of skill okay i'd be right. a jedi master all right there you go yeah there you go i was gonna say you wouldn't be like but the, i can feel the, the force but i'm the, just gonna yeah, sit here and yeah, meditate what That's a lame fucking power like i don't want to have I the power the force i want the force is with me <laughs> yeah. i, I don't want to be that bad bastard. Bastard. are you force sensitive or are you but yeah no badass. totally i'd be like the the jedi on, master on, yeah jedi councils honestly let's 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 be realistic i'd be a sith master because i yeah, <laughs> I already know if I whatever All powers right. I have are not going to the good. Well, well, it's, yeah, it's that whole argument of are you going to suppress all your emotions or are you going to be passionate, overly passionate? Really, you're going to probably be overly passionate. I'm a really passionate about my shit. Yeah, yeah. so uh, <laughs> fuck you and everyone you love. <sighs> um, shoving everybody out my yeah, way. Yeah, just without touching them. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just had a really funny uh, visual in my head come up, like. A, a, a Sith Lord coming up to a door that's automated and opens even though he went to open it himself and then he just like crushes everything because what? It's just like he's like goes to do it and it just like makes a fool out of him like ding anyways and he just ah oh, fuck it and smashes the whole wall like, <laughs> bunch, bunch, bunch of windows shattering uh, can a Wookiee be a Jedi? well it, it kind of implies that almost any uh, sentient being could 
uh, have been. But there's not really force. been a known Wookiee as a Jedi. Not, I don't know why not, that just hit me. Not I, that I'm aware of. Yeah. But uh, that sounds like a there's research. a lot of a lot of expanded universe to mull over. Um, but yeah, not that I'm aware of. Plus, that'd be a really boring book. Which, and there's also plenty of dark force users that are not Sith necessarily. Sith in itself is basically a religion within the dark force right. users. Well, because technically uh, Kylo is not a Sith; he's yeah, a Knight he, of Ren. Yeah, he, he's a Knight of Ren. He's someone who uses. So the dark see, side and they're also they're not following the normal Sith rule, the rule of two. Yeah, it's yeah, they're just dark side users. Yeah, because I mean, initially um, Darth Maul was from uh, Dathomir. Oh, I'm pulling that out. Look at that. Uh, he's a death of Mirian. But they're on a planet where there's plenty of uh, female. They they use dark uh, the dark force for uh, witchcraft and, and magic usage, but they aren't Sith. Um, and the original Sith or Sithari were the actual, or uh, actually, I think that's the chosen Sith is Sithari. But the Sith were was a planet unto themselves that used somewhat dark force powers. And uh, the Jedi broke off between some of the Dark Force users and the Light Force users because they were initially more of a uh, intermingling of them using Force powers. And they were um, left on the Sith planet originally as exiles. And then they interbred with the Sith and they both uh, kind of mold the Sith religion out of that concept. So, yeah, but it became a a faith setup, and I think that's one of the reasons where they're going with the last Jedi is it's no longer the Jedi he realizes that the suppression of all emotion isn't right and the expression Ex- of every yeah. emotion is not right that it does need to be a, a balance of that force a, a gray Jedi if you will yeah if you which I mean if even you wills the uh the oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> they even uh, I guess something opens up that's canon with uh, a poem from the Book of the Wills, yeah, which yeah, has to do about that. you know, basically saying that you know, gray is the way. Yeah, uh, it gives also from that uh, end of the empire. Uh, empire. I keep saying end of the empire's end. <laughs> the end of the empire. I want to throw out end of empire. Um, it makes the line that uh, that Obi Wan says later on. Uh, I'm trying to think as. Uh, what what I said was true from another point of view is a part of the a poem in that Empire's End that the Jedi uh, phrase go through. So basically, he was throwing out an old poem line, going like, "Hey, alternative facts. It's the way of the future." <laughs> As we found out, or well, past, <laughs> yeah, long time ago, far, far away. Yeah. Um, uh, on to uh, my, well, was, oh, what were you gonna say? I'm sorry, throwing going. out my powers here. Oh man. yeah, fuck, I forgot. Just gonna jump past. <laughs> I was gonna weasel out of that. We one. got we got way off topic there for a second. Like, <laughs> well, you said Jedi, and we got back to the first. Back, back to the Jedi. It's like circle. <laughs> it's a circle, circle of life. Um, circle. Of life. All right. Um, if I could have any power from any universe. <laughs> uh, Goku. <laughs> no, 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 no. I was you know, It's like I'm gonna be. <laughs> we'll do biblical God. <laughs> no, <laughs> I win. Just right? a real asshole. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, actually, I've been reading school stuff with Zervanism, but we don't need to go into all that. That's a different, that's <laughs> a different episode. Theology episode part. The theology edition. Um, <laughs> yeah, good old Aramon. Um, <laughs> Angramayu, Ormost, and Zervan. 
Uh, <laughs> what the fuck are your powers, man? Um, I can create peacocks for all the, the the two of you that get that joke. If there are those two out there listening, I kind of want to go into it now just because I wrote. But no, go. Um, let's see. Uh, <laughs> no, that's what I'm talking about. What um, the fuck are you talking? What do you have a peacocks for? Okay, because uh, I joked about Zervanism. Yeah. All right. In that there's a, it's a dual religion or duality. There's uh, Ormaz, who's god of wisdom and light, uh, a child of Zervan, Zervan, Zervan's other son, or also it's actually a shadow version of himself. So technically, his powerful son, but they refer to it as a son, is Aramon, who chooses to be a, an agent of chaos and evil. But he kind of picks it as like, yeah, I'm gonna do this. Uh, this is the better way because if there's only peace and order, everything is stagnant. Nothing will grow or change or grow better. So he fucks shit up in a positive way, but they they ask him like why are you, why aren't you good why are you why are you trying to do all this and he's like it's not and one of the lines from him is that basically I uh, it's not that I can't create good or do do good in the world I choose not to and to prove his point he creates a peacock as a beautiful animal and is like see and then just keeps going on to fuck up shit basically. <laughs> See, so an interesting character to read that's, about. Okay, I change. I want that power. Um, <laughs> as I said, the two people that might get that joke. Um, <laughs> I create peacocks. Um, but yeah, see your peacock. Um, <laughs> uh, I could, I could go with, uh, I could go with some, some, some Goku funds. Um, that could be interesting, but. I'm gonna limit myself here and go with. I don't know, like I, because I there's ones that I find interesting, but whether or not it fits me personally, like when you think of the fat Flash, for instance, you think of a, a you know a lean runner looking fella, right? Even though technically. If Any heavyset fucker could have gotten that power. Which would have made what in the show way more interesting. But it's like, you what? I could have really seen myself in that guy. Like, like that super, fat fucker Superman's run. race could look like a just fat slob in Could look like the fucking human from WALL-E. Yeah, yeah. It's, there's there's no real limit. I mean, he can fly. What does he need to look? He doesn't need to look good. It's all mental prowess anyways, right? Um... <laughs> So you're saying like the blob? You want to have the no, blob no, power? No, no. Is that I'm not gonna go blob? Uh, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, let's go. Let's go. Let's get some. Uh, let's make this fun. Raz al Ghul. I'll, I'll use. Uh, I'll get some uh, uh, ninja skills. Ninja a ninja. Skills. A ninja army. So you're will. talking about you want to have like the training of uh, of no, race no, no, no. or we're, we're particularly. The uh, Lazarus Pit, as well as his training, yes. Okay. That's just and and his in army. essence, his his army, his army. Okay, his the the tools at his uh, uh, hand. So you're saying I would still kick your ass? Yeah, but I'll come back and then I'll blow up your fucking temple. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> when you're not looking next time. Uh, go ahead. We'll uh, we'll talk about this uh this uh last one here. Uh, 
uh, we really we a... talked about Star Wars way more than yeah. I thought we were going to. And uh, and Logan. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm just regretting my Ra's al Ghul decision, but it's cool. Like, but I, I went that route. We'll go with it. Well, 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 I, don't, I don't know. There's no like. There's not a good answer. Because yeah, the I, Flash would be cool, but like again, yeah. you're right. Yeah, I, I understand what you mean. Like, it, I don't see myself running that fast. Yeah, it's like. Uh, I just don't really have that I, body if, build. If I, I mean, save somebody, like, oh, aren't you a little fat to be a superhero? I'm like, fuck you. Yeah, yeah. Zoop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here's um, your fucking heart. <laughs> yeah. It's like, uh, where do you want to go with this? Um, yeah. Well, actually, I could go. I could go for some. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, Noob Sabot. I've always enjoyed him from. Uh, there you go. But, but not under uh, Quan Chi's will. That's a deep cut right there, I, I would too. go there, man. That's um, not, not many people would go that route. Because, yeah. yeah Even has, the more, if they went Mortal Kombat Universe, they would go, automatically go, I would imagine, Raiden or Shao Kahn. Yeah, Raiden's obviously wonderful. Shao Kahn's pretty cool, but um, he, he has he was the original uh, Sub-Zero. Yep. Gets uh, killed by Scorpion to avenge him killing Scorpion's family. Yep. Gets uh, controlled by Quan Chi and given powers, but him avoid void from Quan Chi would be really cool just because I like his uh, ability to create duplicate shadows and things of that nature and he's a pretty kind of, solid character he's again probably one of my favorites to play as honestly, honestly I was kind of bummed he was not in Mortal Kombat X he's also a character not many people Ten. remember that well yeah and, and the fun thing you know is about his name don't you yeah it's uh, uh, Ed Boon and John yeah, Tobias Tobias yeah yeah backwards which is, I mean, it was character was created as just like a goofy Easter eggy character. And Most then, of them were, were initially and then were, created uh, as a edited edited costumes for each color. Yeah, Reptile <laughs> was just the green version of Scorpion and yeah, Sub Zero. Some cool story. In Ermac, the I think, was the purple version. Or no, 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 that was Rain. Rain. Rain is purple. Ermac purple was red. Yeah. Uh, oh, there it is. yeah. Prince, um, we, we miss you yesterday. Yeah, it was his anniversary of his death. Yeah. God damn it. I'm so sad. Like, I listened to the episode of Volume of Babylon where uh, Kevin Smith talked about Alan Rickman. Mm-hmm. That's the most heartbreaking comedy show I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. And and Charlie Murphy here recently, too. Yeah, I don't really give, give a shit No, I him. know, but it, it brings ideas of Prince, so I, I tied them together. It is still sad, though, because I mean, because he, he was a funny guy. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, Eddie Murphy kind of talks about him... Uh, as one of the guys who threw him up on stage and was like, go go get that money, man. You can go do some impressions and make the money. And Did you see, I, I posted on Facebook uh, after Indiana Comic Con that I made Joey get up and do stand-up comedy? Yes, I did see that. I just, I, I, I just not thought about that. And you should guys go check it out if you get a chance. You should. It's, he's actually really funny. I want to say actually because like, it's not like... <laughs> Surprising I've, to you. I've always known he was funny, but I was afraid he was going to be nervous. Because yeah. uh, throughout the entire... It, it almost... And we both talked about this. Like it almost brought down the entire day, just because we were both trying to help, like, shape his his act. Yeah. Maybe. That we had a solid act, and that's throughout the entire day. That's what we did. Yeah. Uh, so we didn't really get to focus so on. So he whole was lot. he was prepped before stepping. Yes. Up on stage. We, that's what we really spent most of the day doing. Because I was like, that's impressive that he already had one planned. <laughs> yeah, he well, he's been writing stand up comedy yeah, routines for a while. About some stuff uh, and he now. wanted to go to Crackers and do uh, open mic night, yeah. and then they came up with this and I was like why don't you do it and he is like no nah. I said no go up there and do stand-up comedy he's like I don't know and then we went up to the thing to start to ask about signing up and I was like I swear you need to fucking do it or I'm gonna come back here and sign you up <laughs> and uh, he's, he's like alright yeah so he we went and signed up and that's what we did throughout the day and he was nervous the entire time but oh, yeah, god damn yeah. he fucking killed he really did. he good. was like 
whenever we're, he came up, he's like, it didn't sound like anybody was laughing. I said, people were laughing, dude. I said, they thought you were funny. And he's like, it didn't sound like it up there. That's I was good, like, though, man. That's I, I was really, really proud of him. It was cool. Um, I, I've been talking with, uh, I've been wanting to go up and do something. I, I was actually in choir back in the day. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, some sing and dance, man. I was, I was a band, so it's not really. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I enjoyed it. And you know, I was in some plays and things like that in school. And uh, enjoyed doing that kind of stuff. And uh, it's just it's been a long time since I've been on a, a stage type setup, and it'd be fun to like even go do like a local play or something like that. See, I've, I've kind of wanted to do it because I, 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 not like I want to be an actor, yeah. but like I, you know, I'm going to work on my own it'd movies. Be a fun experience, yeah, yeah. And you get an idea, yeah, of how how to how to perform people and how to how to get out there and. Um, um, but I also have like crippling stage fright. Oh, I gotcha. I gotcha. Like wait, like real, real bad. Even me going up there with a group of people, like I, and you're probably the same way. When you want people's approval, it's fucking. You're looking at every default you've got. Yep. And it just it's like oh fuck, I'm nauseous. Oh, fuck. Well, I remember uh, th- this... like, even going up in front of people like in class. Sometimes it was just like. That's it's just like I want these people to like me. I want to do a great job to the point where, you know, you're, you're stuck in your head so much that you can't be your natural self. You would be in front of like one person that your buddy with. Right. Yeah. When I was in junior high, I or not junior high. I was a junior in high school. I had to give a speech. Um, <laughs> instantly, like as soon as I stepped up there, it was like fucking somebody threw sand in my mouth. Yeah. Couldn't talk. <laughs> couldn't barely breathe i was shaking i'm like what the fuck is wrong with me <laughs> and then i was like and i got through it and then by the end of it i was like all right and just shaking real bad and, uh you like, can't see us behind this <laughs> microphone in the middle of <laughs> in the middle of the speech i was, I was like can i get a drink of water and they're like yeah oh, sure nice. Uh, and then I forgot about it until I had to actually officiate a wedding in South mm. Ca- or, yeah, South Carolina. And I was like, um, <laughs> I got up there was like, oh, fuck, I forgot about this. Uh, it, it, that one turned out a little better. I didn't get all like, oh, like piss shaky and whatnot. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I couldn't, I could in, in, a, in a thousand years couldn't do what Joey did uh, just because it'd be just petrifying to me. <laughs> what am I uh first one my mom is like first grade you know we did a play and i was uh maybe it's third grade i was the narrator for all that and stuff uh for the whole play so i was the, the guy talking throughout most of it and one of the things my uh, mom always jokes about is everyone walked off stage and we were supposed to give a bow afterwards and i stood up there by myself did the bow because everyone else forgot and then i walked back <laughs> <laughs> and uh so it's just me like yeah you're welcome you're welcome for this uh well i short one one of my favorite uh, speeches i've done in front of a class uh, was in in college we had to pick uh between three topics that were handed to us i couldn't decide really which one i wanted to go with so i did like a one-liner for each topic instead of giving like a full thing um i think it was the first one was you are what you eat and i said i'm not pizza uh the second one was fun date ideas and i said uh i believe i said um what was it basically uh Jello and something else, like Jello in a bathtub. And I just <laughs> went on to the third and was a uh, reality TV shows. And I was like, I hate watching other people live their life. I'd rather go do my own shit. And then I just went to the That was the end. You're welcome. I had, uh, I did have a speech. My stuff. very f- well, it's not my second speech I gave. 
my English teacher, love her to death. Her, her name was uh, Jamal. Her name is Lindsay now, um, but she was wonderful. Uh, she talked me into doing the speech, which was uh, about my religious beliefs or lack thereof. Um, and Ooh. I wrote the paper. Ooh, piece of candy. <laughs> so I wrote the paper, and she read it. She's like, "I think you really need to read this out loud." I said, "Are you out of your fucking mind?" <laughs> uh, we had one of those like relationships yeah. where she was real fucking cool with me and didn't really give a shit what I said, uh, unless I was in class. That was a different story. Yeah. yeah. Um, but she but for like, other people, she's got to get on. Yeah, she's got to be on. But I was like, "Are you out of your fucking mind?" <laughs> no, I'm not reading this out. And uh, she she's like, "No, it'll be fine." I was like, "No, no, 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 it will not be fine because more." town is a super christian town yeah. um and so i was like they're not gonna understand and i'm gonna get my ass kicked <laughs> and she's like no you want i said all right i said i'll read it. I said, but if i get my ass kicked it's your fault not mine <laughs> I'm so i'm on you put I, this evil on you i read it and i hope she's she's like i only the only suggestion I have is you open it with asking them how many of them have ever questioned their faith i was like <laughs> yeah. okay let's join this let's go let's do this so i ask i get up there i'm like how many of you have ever questioned your faith she raised her hand. I promise you, everybody else in class crossed their arms and leaned back in their chairs. What the fuck are you talking about? And I, and I was like, this is going to be a good You're time. Evil. <laughs> I think oh. that's kind of fueled the uh, the the stage fright because yeah, nobody was accepting. I'll, I'll have to uh, give you about a recent conversation with uh, some coworkers on some uh, creationist ideas that were fun to, to talk about. <laughs> um, and one of them, one of the guys was a uh, actually went to bible college and uh dropped out so he was pretty impressed with my uh because i was like no no it wasn't john it was john of patmos the greek island and he's like well how oh, about that he goes how you know a reader aren't you and i said yes yes i am so we got into all that good stuff um but uh yeah that was that was some uh fun conversations to go into uh but uh, speaking of imaginary characters the genie uh, is uh, <laughs> if you could wish for any superpower, you would have to go through the genie in Aladdin. Ah, ah. but uh, <laughs> so they're doing a live action Aladdin movie, as it seems to be the yes, most popular Disney thing. Disney is do. out of ideas, so they're just remaking all their cartoons. Yeah. Which, to be fair, Jungle Book was pretty incredible. There, I'm sure Lion King is going to be awesome. I heard Beauty and the Beast made them a good, good amount of money. Yeah, I t- I'm not really super excited to see it. They uh. Uh, there was a recent article talking about uh, them kind of doing this not too long ago, and then everyone kind of stopped giving them money because none of their uh, the uh, um, Five Goes West, the uh, artist for that, um, what's his name? Um, uh, you know who I'm talking about? Yeah, uh, yeah, did, yeah. Did, did a lot of those. Um, yeah, I God, fuck, I can't remember his name. <laughs> I had to throw that on you, um, but a lot of those were gaining popularity um, as opposed to Misty will kill me for not knowing that. By the way, yeah. Um, <laughs> She won't know till it's Friday. It's something with a B. I know that much. Um, <laughs> that's as far as I've got, though. <laughs> Google. But anyways, hello. Google. They were losing some money to to his works, um, and then the uh, Renaissance of you know the new Renaissance the, of yeah the Disney's setup happened. So they were talking about a lot of we're uh, ready for them to keep doing that until it blows up, so we can get some new creative ideas. Right. Uh, which was. Would be good. Uh, I just keep wanting to say Mel Blanc because of the voice, but that's uh, the voice of Looney Tunes. Yeah, it's not. He came up with Dom DeLuise. Uh, well, no, that's but, right. Uh, yeah. Secret um, of Nim, uh, Five of Goes. Uh, I don't see his fucking name on here, man. Uh, 
<laughs> Don Bluth? Don Bluth. That's cartoons. it. Cartoons. Thank you. I knew it. God, yeah, yeah. Shit. Uh, that was going to kill me. Bluth. Yeah, Don Bluth was making a lot of... They were making a lot of money off his art style and things like that. And then they created the new after they were kind of running out of steam there for a while. So, yeah, it'd be good to see them return back to it. Fall down and burn. But... I'm not really. I'm not interested really in Aladdin being done. In a I've never really. I, I Aladdin is a is a great story, uh, really well animated. Yeah, I'm not super into of, it that it much. One of my favorites as a kid. Really, really. Um, I, I really enjoyed it, but yeah, I don't. I don't really see it working live action. I, I wouldn't. I don't really have any interest in seeing it in live action. Yeah, because as soon as they do live action, there's gonna be uh, one. There's a lot of people are gonna be crying racist. Yeah, well, if gonna, they don't do any uh, Middle Eastern characters. Yeah, but even if they do Middle Eastern characters, people are going to say they're going to portray them race. Uh, uh, probably. You know. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, uh, but, <laughs> but you did have Robin Williams in his nice uh, street vendor voice in the beginning yeah. of the original. But, they is, but they're talking about who's going to play the genie now, and uh, the person that they're supposedly in talks with, Will Smith. Yeah, which... Right, it's so, baffling. Yeah, it's it's an odd choice, but I mean, Genie is a, a good willed character. Good will. Uh, ha. Um, will Smith. <laughs> it's the puns uh, today, but yeah, Will uh, Smith is a really. Uh, he's he's a, he's someone that we can look at and you know, kind of we know him as being a warm hearted type character in a lot of things he portrays. So uh, he could have some genuine heart to the character, but. In the original series, Genie was so much of the comic relief, and I don't really see him. Which I mean, you can't do obviously a Robin. He's Williams not absurd. He's not an absurdist. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's the problem. Is that Robin Williams was, was absurd as the character. Yeah, uh, Will Smith is funny in a different way. He's kind yeah. of in a in a snarky, oh, oh, like snarky, yeah, snarky way. Yeah, snarky uh, words. Um, uh, that's basically what he's known when he does his comedy. That's what his comedy style is. You need somebody who's, and I'm not saying because you don't want to. Maybe that's what they're going for. Maybe they want to go as far away from Robert Williams well, as possible. They, they do a somewhat serious, semi-serious um, tone to a live action because there there is a certain a level that you don't necessarily. It's not as easy to portray in live action. Um, that too much silliness without losing any merit in, uh, yeah, um, in drama that is the in the characters, um, and so. I could see that being used, but still, I would almost still recommend someone else giving some of those. Like, who would you I don't want to see him as a fast, quipped. No, guy, which, no, not even. I, I would still like to see someone who's just, you know, I've been around for, you know, it would have millennia. to be, it would have to be a stand-up jokes. comic. I think. Yeah, I mean, I would almost, I'd have to see someone who's either a stand-up comic, or at least a, a you know, Ryan Reynolds esque. Yeah, uh, character who can just be like, "Oh, you said this. Here's my line. Here's my line. Here's my line." Just making you know who would lines, be yeah, really good back, back if he was still alive. Who's it? George Clooney. George Clooney. Oh, George Clooney. Fuck. Sorry, buddy. George Carlin. <laughs> he was still alive. Oh, <laughs> what happened to George? <laughs> he did Tomorrowland. <laughs> oh, uh, George Carlin, though, I think yeah, yeah that would have been a good one. That would have been interesting to see. And two, we see Genie is not necessarily really like. You know, um, he's he's outside of the culture, yeah, in a lot of ways, and you're not gonna have George Carlin, you know, really be like making references to either the Muslim culture necessarily, or like 
he would be an outsider making or outsider making fun of the situations going on as they. Occur. Yeah, not not then, not the culture, not the. Uh, well, maybe a little bit of the. Yeah, maybe a little bit of culture. Um, but yeah, yeah, but not in a negative sort of, way. If um, it's a, uh, animated. I'm trying to think of somebody off the top of my head that that could pull it off. Uh, the thing that keeps popping in my head, which I would not necessarily. But you're right. Like a is, Ryan Reynolds would be good. Yeah. But, like, someone uh, just recently let me see a Bo Burnham vine, so he keeps popping in my head, but I wouldn't necessarily choose him by no means. That would be interesting, though, right? <laughs> Possibly, yeah. That would be, I mean, I'm kind of, uh, like, now I'm curious about that one. <laughs> but he, he had a lot of puns, um, so it kind of pops in my head, but um, I, I don't know. Seth MacFarlane? Yeah, Seth MacFarlane could be a good one. I mean, As just, long as he doesn't do the fucking Peter voice anymore. Yeah, yeah. That's or all, just even his crooner tone. That's all you've really got to do. But because it, it, he's he's real quick. He, he's, he's good with voiceover. He's he's done that kind of work. Even just getting a, a good like animated voice actor, Robert Downey Jr. Because uh, he's well, I mean well, he's, he's, he's quick with those jokes, but he, I wouldn't. But put you're him you know he's too, one he's too recognizable. His voice, yeah. his mannerisms. And I'm everything. saying like a a, a, a common voice. I would get someone who like um, Billy West or or uh, even Troy Baker. Uh, somebody who's uh, someone who's done uh, voiceover work and it has a recognizable uh, ability to actually portray a character that's different than themselves. Yeah, maybe even. that's what they do. Maybe instead of getting somebody like an actor to do it or something like that, they just get a voice a, actor, a, a good, well-known voice actor. Yeah, I mean, even get you wouldn't even have to just. I mean, make sure you get a good one. They could do. Uh, I I guess again, Seth MacFarlane would work for that because he's yeah. also you know that's what he really and uh, voice actor Billy West. Billy West um, uh, could do something like they that. could also do the South Park guys, the yeah, uh, Trey uh, Parker, Matt Stone, Harry and Matt. Could, but I I don't know how well they'd want to associate themselves. With. I mean, I, I wouldn't see. I think Trey Parker would probably do better than Matt Stone would. I don't know. I don't know. I mean. But in any case, I mean, but yeah, you're right. Like a good voice actor would be. To, would I, I work. think that would be the most. Kevin Conroy. <laughs> <laughs> I am the genie. Yeah, you're the genie. And the knight. And the knight. <laughs> you can't run from justice, Jafar. You're uh, awful fucking severe, genie. <laughs> I saw my parents die. Phantasmal cosmic power. I oh, had a weird old man shakiness in that last, <laughs> last little line there. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean that's I mean that's really where I would go with. I, yeah, I agree with you. I think I, I don't think we we need an actor in necessarily a motion capture face. No, someone recognizable that we know. Well, that'll come up kind of creepy. Too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. In in a blue cast, be a watchman all over again. Um, you see that blue dick swinging. Yeah, a blue blue tail into the. <laughs> um, but because I, I wouldn't, I don't know. I I think one to a certain extent, we don't want something to seem disingenuous to Robin Williams' character because. He's what made that movie in a lot of ways in the original. He really He's is. He made Genie that character the way he was with his shape shifting, with his jokes and lines and the singing he did. Um, so I'm I'm sure they want to somewhat distance it, but you also want to pay respect to why everyone loved that character in the first place. Exactly. And have someone that can that he, maybe even he would have chosen you know, a fellow comedic actor yep. or a, a stand up comedian. Or someone like that, yeah, uh, that could really do it. And I don't see Will Smith as that character. I, I really don't. It's nothing against Will Smith. It's just not his he's, thing. He, it's just I, I think he's the best in his, his dramatic roles. Yeah, um, which I never thought I'd say. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, he's best in his, even. I I really don't. Uh, <laughs> I really don't love uh, him as Deadshot by no means. 
Um, that whole movie I didn't really love by no means. Uh, nah. I mean, it wasn't terrible, but... <laughs> it wasn't what, good, what, though. <laughs> what, what bugs me so much about Will Smith was when I watched the special features and he was, like, joking... He was, like, talking about how hard it was for him to get in the mindset of someone who would want to kill somebody for money. Like, he could not grasp that idea of hurting someone. Because he's just, just too so, sweet of a guy. <laughs> like, that's... It's that adorable, would, it but was, fucking it's stop. It's adorable, but it, it distances so much from anyone. Like, I would never hang out with See, you, man. I, here, it, I thought he did... <laughs> really well in the in the role surprisingly well in the role just because one same thing i i had heard the same thing prior to the movie coming out where he was just like he's like i don't get why people would kill for money i'm like i would kill for money <laughs> you've never been hard up for money <laughs> yeah you're yeah you, you've been pretty okay for your life haven't you uh <laughs> never getting anything have we learned anything i would do a lot or? of terrible things for money like <laughs> uh but like <laughs> what would you do for a comic bar <laughs> terrible things for terrible things <laughs> let alone money but um <laughs> but like uh uh like uh, margot robbie she did great as is uh, harley quinn yep. yeah uh, she did good i didn't good. like how much ass they showed uh, even though it yeah. was it was pretty wonderful i mean uh, yeah harley is is a great character in that and like we have to she, accept the fact that harley has become a more sexual character in but, the comics yeah and but the, she's always been a bit of a sex symbol to in so, my, my idea in yeah, her I've debut always, though she was never meant to be that well, necessarily no but i mean not she, until really mad was, love i think well, is she was a romantic character um towards the joker so we, we i think at least i feel that she, she was, was never really known as a romantic character at right least to a certain extent she's never busting out of her shorts or top or anything no, like that no. until but, later I in mean, the comics and i don't mind her being a sex symbol but she never uses that you know necessarily in a way that's flaunting it's it was just so one-dimensional the way they i feel that yeah. they did which it, it did a really it did a huge disservice to margot robbie because one she's a she's yeah. a wonderful actress but i mean and and they're talking about making more and she said she she really delved into the character so maybe uh we'll get to see more of the uh psychological in the gotham uh, City psychiatrist aspect of her and and a lot of because i mean she even does a lot of scheming and planning outside of joker's works um, he, he saw a lot of just his eye candy in that film, and which, which again, I mean, there were some parts which was fun, and her teasing and toying with the other guys, which was she. And in those parts, that's where she really shined. But yeah, it was a lot of like, look at that ass, yeah. more or less. Um, honestly, the character I enjoyed the most out of that movie was Boomerang, <laughs> which I never thought I'd enjoy a Jai Courtney character in my life because that um, dude is just Diablo was fairly interesting. Diablo was I didn't know much about him, and and them going into some of his like. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do this. I don't want to be the bad guy anymore. He was. He was, was a really was a, uh, interesting character to really watch. Really. And that's and this. But what was I think proven about this movie, particularly with Jai Courtney, was like if you have a good enough uh, written character, the actor can do really well because everything Jai Courtney has done has been like kind of the almost like the pretty face action hero, almost not exactly pretty face because he's not like he's not like. He's not Will Smith handsome, right? You yeah. know, you know what I mean like, he, but he's a handsome guy, and usually he's cast as the lead in an action movie where he doesn't really need to be an actor. Uh, <laughs> he's just kind of kind of show up like in shorts and anger it up, you know. But do, like, do you have do you have a good presence and people will run to you in case there's. A but display. even he was in a, what a uh, good day to die hard. He was fucking awful in that. 
God, I hated that movie so much. I fucking hate that movie. I can't get over how much I hate it. Uh, and then he was in uh, Terminator Genesis. Genesis. Um, Genesis. Uh, and he <clears throat> was fine in that movie, but that I movie was... I did not watch either because I expected poor results. <laughs> it, it Honestly, it's worth a watch if you can watch it for free. Like, it's yeah. on Hulu. Yeah, yeah. So, if you ever get, like, if one day you're like... I mean, I did watch uh, Kickboxer Vengeance here recently. So <laughs> See, I mean, come on, dude. You know, I guess I could get like, Terminator. But, like, if you're sitting there at home and you're just like, ah, we should watch it. I was impressed with Batista on that, by the way. He's an impressive actor. I, I'm, well, I'm surprised. Uh, because I know he's not really studied Muay Thai as far as I know. Is no, it, he did. Uh, well, originally before wrestling? Uh... No, not before wrestling. After wrestling. Well, I was saying I didn't know if he studied it for this particular role. Uh, he might have. I think he studied it during. I'm not sure how intense he got into it, but because he, he did MMA for a hot minute. Because, uh, because, uh, good form, good form. Really, he's, I mean, he's obviously slow. Cause he's a big fucking wrestler. But, <laughs> Huge dude. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, uh, his form for his uh, knees and elbows. Uh, I, I, he I actually, prior to doing, thumbs, uh, thumbs he, he wasn't in UFC. He was in Strike Force or I, one of the I other. Was, I wasn't <laughs> thrilled with most everyone else. Uh, that movie it looks... was it was it it, it it threw a lot of Ungbok references in it because like Muay Thai got a little bit bigger because of Ungbok and yeah. some of the the fight and the uh, choreography and things in those those films that and the Protector with uh, Tony Jaw. And I think they were trying to get a little bit of uh, people's interest by by mimicking several getting of the a, getting scenes. A, getting a, like a little rub from it's it. In, it's in Thai, uh, Thailand, and then they're doing some of the uh, motions almost to a T. Exactly what happens in Ungbok. Like there's a scene where a dude does splits underneath the thing to slide, and it's the same way he does it in a film, like the way it was shot a little bit, um, and just when you've seen some of the striking, like an actual how it's supposed to be done. Every time, like, when someone kicks someone in the face and it's just horrible form to where there's no power behind it and the dude just gets blacked out, it, it's it's upsetting to me. <laughs> I, I'm just like, oh, But That's I know you right. can't really kick the guy in the face, but can you make it look like you're putting a little power in there? I was watching today. Uh, <laughs> like you slapped him with your fish foot and uh, expected him to go down. Uh, uh, this, this will probably be the last point we make. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I was watching in... This is almost embarrassing to admit. I was watching Ready to Rumble today. Have you ever watched that? No. It is the WCW wrestling movie where, like, uh, David Duchovny. Nope, that's not right. <laughs> David Arquette. Okay. And uh, James Conn's son. We uh, believe wrestling is 100% real. Oh, and they, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like they okay, go to save Jimmy the King. The, at the end, there's, like, a blooper where, like, they have, like, a dream sequence at the beginning of the movie where Jimmy King is fighting uh, Randy Savage. And uh, Randy Savage uh, turned around and gets punched by Jimmy King. In the bloopers, he fucking punches him. Nails him. And you see, he's like, oh, shit, I'm so sorry. Like, <laughs> but it's like, you just punched Randy Macho Man Savage right in the fucking face. <laughs> oh, luck. no. Oh, no. <laughs> I uh, did not want to snap into this. Let him. <laughs> I don't want him to snap me like a Slim Jim. <laughs> because at that point, he was a big, beefy son of a bitch. Um... So yeah, I think uh, <laughs> I think that that might do it for this episode. Uh, ran a little long on the uh, lightsaber theory <laughs> slash anything Star Wars and the ramblings to every subject possible <laughs> we can throw in, uh, which is the whole point of the show anyway. So, uh, so <laughs> uh, yeah. Wait, so- what now? <laughs> <laughs>
We're, we're being recorded right now? Huh? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, if you guys want to hit us up, at uh, email us for have any questions for us, any suggestions on how we should uh, do the show or what we should talk about, uh, you can hit us up at realwhatwerewetalkingabout at gmail.com. Uh, you can Gmail. also Gmail. <laughs> you can also find me on Twitter at TweetyMcTweet11. Uh, I don't really get on there very often, so good luck. Uh, and I don't think you have a Twitter, do you? No. Just, you do have a Twitter, but you don't no, get on your no, Twitter. No, I don't have a Twitter. You close it down? I never had one. Yes, you did. No, I have never. It was the Bound Phoenix. Nope, nope, never had one. I've had an Instagram and a Facebook. It was the Instagram I'm thinking of. Never had I think it's the Instagram I'm thinking of. Yeah, yep, no Twitter. You um, just you throw up the Misty signal, you get in touch with my wife. <laughs> say, hey, can Joey email me? Yeah, throw up the Misty signal. And uh, uh, I'll come running. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook at <laughs> facebook.com slash real what were we talking about. Uh, so until next time, I'm Jake. I'm Joseph. What were we talking about? What were we talking about?